Hello again, and we are back, and we are talking waiver wire editions, week number eight. We just finished watching a little Monday night football. The Saints and Seahawks, not quite the hype that you'd hope for, but you know what? When you get Geno Smith playing, you get what you ask for sometimes. Now a little housekeeping there. Congratulations, Alvin Kamara. 3,000 yards receiving, 3,000 yards rushing. Fastest player to ever do so in 66 games, give or take. We don't fact check here, but you know what? That is what it is. Now, we're going to get into the waivers here shortly, but before we do, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button. Make sure you're hitting that like button on YouTube. Make sure you head over to Apple and Spotify, rate and review each and every episode. Leave those comments, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. I try to answer each and every question as they come through. So also hit me up on Twitter, at MattDonnellyFF. You got questions, I got answers. Sometimes they're good. Anyway. Without further ado, let's head into the waiver wire here, starting at the quarterback position and Taylor Heineke. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick is close to returning, and if Heineke wants to keep this job in D.C., this could be his last stand. So throw the ball to Gibson. I beg you. Sorry. No, 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 I'm not sorry. Please throw the ball to Antonio Gibson. Get him involved in this offense. Now, this week, both Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr, they're both on by. And you could do worse at the quarterback position, especially a quarterback facing the Broncos. Last week, Case Keenum, who hadn't literally thrown a touchdown pass since like 2018, he threw for 200 yards. I think it was 199. And you know what? He also added a touchdown. And he didn't need to throw the ball at all because the Ernest Johnson was absolutely eating out there. Now, the week before, Derek Carr had his way with his Broncos defense, throwing for 341 yards and two touchdowns. Now, I'm not saying Taylor Haneke is going to do that, but we saw what he could do on the ground. He had a big run last week. He could throw the ball. They could spread it. Terry McLaren had a good week last week. So, you know what? Haneke is a guy you can get in there at the QB2 and move forward with him. Now, Jameis Winston, again, he threw the ball to Alvin Kamara pretty much inclusively, I guess is the best way to put it there. Uh, Alvin Kamara had 128 yards receiving out of the backfield. Jameis Winston threw for 222 yards total, give or take. He is also on my waiver wire watch list here, and he's on it again. But the Saints schedule is becoming more and more favorable. Heading into this uh, Monday night showdown here that we just witnessed, there, he had 13 touchdowns, so only three interceptions. Chalk up a little bit extra there for him this week. And you know what? He's got a good schedule going for here. He faces the Buccaneers at home in, I think they're the 30th ranked pass defense, giving up to quarterbacks. They've given up about 1,941 yards so far this season, combined with 18 touchdowns. If you look a, bit, a little bit further, he's got some dates with Atlanta, Miami, Dallas, Carolina. So Jameis Winston should be on your uh, radar there for a quarterback in the bye weeks to come. Another good quarterback this week is Trevor Lawrence. Good matchup on paper. If you need a QB2 to replace Jackster Carr, he's a guy who's facing the Seattle Seahawks, whose pass defense is giving up about 290 yards. Now, they only gave up 222 to Jameis Winston tonight, but you know what? That's pretty much the par for Jameis Winston. Uh, if you look at that a little bit further, 299 yards is what they would be giving up in the last three games. And the only defense is to allow more passing yards than that of um, – the defense, the Seattle Seahawks, is Dallas, Miami, Washington, and yeah, the Jaguars. However, this is not an endorsement for Geno Smith. Just going to put that out there. Now, at the running back position, let's look at Kenneth Gainwell. 
Looks like Sanders avoided serious injury to that ankle, but it's still going to miss some time. Now, prior to Sanders' injury last week, Gainwell did score on that pass from Jalen Hurts. He had four catches for 41 yards. He averaged four yards per carry. Even though, guess what? Here's a funny thing. The Eagles refused to run the ball. He only had five rushing attempts. Now, Coach Speak says that they want to run the ball more. I will believe that when I see that. And also, depending on the severity of ankle injury to Miles Sanders, Boston Scott could get a little bit of play, too, scoring for the first time last week since 2019. Another running back you should definitely be targeting this week is Brandon Bolden of the New England Patriots. Now, Bolden led the team. Led the team, not the running backs, but the team in receiving yards with 79 yards on six catches. He had seven targets. Plus, he had that touchdown against the Jets and looks like he's going to be the passing back out of that backfield there going forward. Damian Harris doesn't handle much of the passing. We thought Ramondre Stevenson maybe the week before was getting a little bit of play there. No, this looks like it's going to be a Brandon Bolden show when it comes to pass catchers in this New England backfield. Now, the Patriots game script looks like it's going to be favorable for Bolden as they face off against the highly explosive Los Angeles Chargers this week. So I would expect a very similar role to what J.D. McKissick has been playing. So I think you could flex Brandon Bolden going forward, at least in this week's matchup. Another running back to keep an eye on, Devonta Freeman. He is on a bye week this week, which means he's probably been dropped by someone in your league looking to pick up someone who can help them right now. If you have room on your bench, go ahead, Adam. Uh, Latavius Murray, he is the starter. He's coming off that ankle injury that may not be 100% even after the bye week. And you know what? Latavius Murray hasn't been that effective. Maybe Devontae Freeman can steal a few more touches from him as the year uh, proceeds. Now, the wide receiver position, we got some big names here coming at you. First off, we are going to start with Michael Gallup. Get a piece of this Dallas Cowboy offense, would you? Everyone wants to get a piece of this offense. This offense is high flying there. You know, you got Cooper, you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Ezekiel Elliott, you got Tony Pollard there. Make sure you get... Michael Gallup, cheap. He's on the waivers right now. Go grab him. You're not paying nothing for him right now. Maybe some fob, maybe a little bit of this, maybe a little bit of that. But go out there and make sure you get him. Now, another guy to get a hold of right now is Russell Gage. The El the Falcons offense is flying once again. Okay, they played the Dolphins last week. We know what Cordell Patterson, what he's been doing all this year. Kyle Pitts, he's basically doing unicorn stuff. Calvin Ridley kind of got right. Well, he got in the end zone at least. Four catches, I think he had 26 yards, something like that, maybe 36 yards. He did score. Russell Gage saw six targets, 67 yards, including a 49-yard passing catch there that turned into a score. Gage is looking to be a nice add as we go down the road of injuries and the bye weeks and everything like that. Make sure to get Russell Gage. I think he's going to have a bigger impact on this offense than a lot of us are giving him credit for right now. Darius Slayton, New York Giants. Injuries are continuing to mount, especially to the wide receiver core there in New York. Sterling Shepard missed last week. Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony they missed multiple weeks prior to that. Slayton saw nine targets, caught five of those, got 63 yards. And if the earlier mentioned wide receivers are going to miss more time, which is likely going to happen, he's got a date on Monday Night Football with the Kansas City Chiefs, who everyone's been able to pass the ball on. Make sure you get Darius Slayton. He's a good flex going forward this week. Rashad Bateman, why am I repeating myself each and every week? Rashad Bateman, four catches, 80 yards, second game back. Why is he still on your waiver wire? There's no reason for him to be on your waiver wire. Get him right now. LaVisca Chanel. The Jaguars returned to action this week. And the last time we saw Visca, he had 10 targets, six catches against, go figure, the Dolphins. Now, he also had 54 yards that game. The Jags are facing the Seahawks this week. And that again, that defense, 28th of the league against pass. 
Mind you, they did probably save a few yards going into this last match, holding James Winston 222. But nonetheless, the Jaguars know the taste of victory, and now they get the Seahawks, who are reeling right now. I, I think this is going to be an upset special. I think the Jags win this game. Mark it down right now. Another wide receiver to take a look at, Alan Lazard. Looks like Devontae Adams could miss the Thursday nighter this week because of COVID. That means we're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones, and someone needs to step up in the pass game for the Packers. Last week, Lazard, six targets. He caught five of them for 60 yards and a touchdown. He could have a big impact again this week, especially if Devontae Adams is going to miss some time. Now the tight end position, Foster Moreau of the Las Vegas Raiders. No one ever listens to anything Derek Carr ever has to say. And they probably should have listened to him when they were ta- when he was talking about Foster Moreau and how good he could be when given that opportunity. Can you handcuff tight ends? Is that okay? Is that a thing in fantasy football? Well, it probably should be. While Moreau may not get the opportunities with Waller in the lineup, if Waller misses time, you know Moreau can absolutely ball out and put up some productive numbers for you. Make sure you go and get him. And if Waller is still not a good, ready to go anytime soon, the next matchup that the Raiders have is against the New York football Giants, which is a very favorable matchup for the tight end position. And the last tight end, the last player I'm going to talk about is Robert Tunyon. Yes, see all the comments above when I talk about Alan Lazard. Tunyon did find the end zone finally. One of his four receptions last week went for a score to go along with 63 yards receiving. Sounds like Robert Tunyon is starting to get a little bit more play. Looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to have to throw to him, especially if Adams does miss some time. Now, with that all said, that's a quick little walk down of the waiver wire for week number eight. Make sure you head over to DynastyVipers.com. You can read it all there as well as any other article that we have published right now. And make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, the the Dynasty Vipers Network. Hit that uh, like button. Hit that subscribe button. we got videos coming out, starts and sits. Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football previews. We've also got the Vipercast coming at you every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Calvin, myself, Tara, Major, you don't want to miss it. We got a little bit of a Halloween special coming up here in week eight. So till then, hopefully we see you. And we got some starts and sits coming later on this week that you're definitely going to want to catch. Take care.